the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Biden meeting with world leaders at foreign summits during a week-long trip. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The president is in Cambodia this weekend for an Asian conference before traveling to Indonesia for the G20 summit, the annual gathering of leaders from the world's largest economies. At each stop, Russia's war against Ukraine and China's increasing influence will be on the agenda. Mr. Biden also is preparing for a face-to-face meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping on Monday. Greg Clugston, The White House. Everyone in a district of 1.8 million people in China's southern metropolis of Guangzhou have been ordered to undergo coronavirus testing, and a major city in the southwest has closed schools as a rise in infections is seen. China's virus numbers are low, but they want them to be zero. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas has a message to the church. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to get a message out to the American church. I wrote a book, Letter to the American Church. I try to make the case reasonably, but... We have to let pastors know it's time to decide. You cannot play the game anymore like, oh, we're not going to be political. Because plenty of pastors are being horribly political. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, good afternoon. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. The former NBC Sideline reporter is the host of Sideline Sanity a hard-hitting podcast that focuses on pop culture, politics, and world news, all from Michelle Tafoya's unique perspective. Check it out at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. High of 30 degrees today. Tomorrow, high of 32 with a chance of snow. Thanks for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you had any doubt whether winter was around the corner, well, the last uh, five, six days should put that doubt to rest. <laughs> Ooh, man, it's been in the uh, teens early morning in the, uh, I think it was Friday I was outside taking the dog on a quick walk, and it was so windy that uh, I had to walk backwards at some point because the wind just ooh, blowing in my face. Uh, it's uh, it's here, folks. It's here. But, hey, uh, Thanksgiving is a, a week and a half away, so uh, you know, that's kind of how it rolls. But we are glad you are able to join us today. Um, I don't know what to talk about. Anything uh, talk about, anything go on this past week that we could possibly talk about i'm not sure but uh <laughs> i'd be facetious of course yeah uh we're going to break down uh election results uh the election results that are in it's a disgrace that there is still counting going on in some states particularly arizona and california 
uh, congressional races where we don't even know who's going to control the U.S. House of Representatives. And the fact we don't know that is a damning indictment on Republicans because so much for that red wave, right? Uh, Spoiler alert, yeah, the red wave didn't happen. I'm sure those of you who follow politics obviously know that by now. But uh, as I was talking about on the Tuesday broadcast, and by the way, just an aside, what a fun evening that was. Yeah, we didn't get the results we expected or had hoped for, to be sure. But we knew that it was going to be a long night within a couple hours in when the red wave was not materializing. I'll get to that in a little bit later. But I, I just have to say uh, thanks to everyone who helped put together a phenomenal broadcast Tuesday night. It was probably the most well-produced broadcast that I'd ever been a part of. Again, the results aren't what we hoped for. But as far as the production team and Consiglier, I'm including you in that, brother. Uh, you and Steve Smith and uh, Andrew, uh, our new uh, office manager guy, phenomenal job. Uh, new business manager. Business yeah. manager. Andrew is uh, <clears throat> fully engaged. He's really uh, taken to it and uh, having fun with it. And then Steve really gets a lot of the credit. Steve and our guy Gary really get a lot of the credit for setting everything up, executing on site. I'm back here holding down the fort. So those guys really, they deserve all of it. Yeah, you guys were, were top-notch. We appreciate it. I mean, uh, the guys that are behind the scenes, in my opinion, don't get enough uh, recognition because Mitch and I, when we do remote broadcasts, we basically sit down on a microphone, do a quick audio check, and boom, we're good. And then as soon as it's done, we put the headphones down and we head home, whereas they are busy unpacking, putting all that equipment away. Uh, so yeah, you, you know, Consigliere alluded to Steve Smith, our engineer guy. I mean, he is doing the talkback mic where only we can hear him, and then he does the talkback mic where only Consigliere here at the studio could hear him, and then he can do a talk over the air if he if he needed uh, needed to do so. And yet he did everything so deftly, and I, I tried like heck not to be distracted when he's doing the talkback mic, saying, you got 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. You know, try, try not to be distracted. But Steve, cool hand Luke, man, he's, he's a pro, and uh, all those guys are pros, and then... The fact I get to be alongside my NARN colleagues, Mitch Berg and Jack Tomzak, that's always a lot of fun. But what really made it that much more special uh, was Alpha News uh, reporter Liz Collin, former of w, formerly of WCCO-TV, and then Kendall Qualls, who ran for Congress in CD3 back in 2020 and is now uh, doing some stuff with uh, uh, Alpha News uh, himself. Just uh, absolute pros, and it was an it was a blast to uh, be a part of it. Wanted to um, uh, wanted to be sure I get Kendall's organization right. Uh, take charge, yeah. Take charge, Minnesota. Take charge, MN dot com. He and his wife Sheila, a uh, organization that they've headed up. Uh, really, uh, the goal is to strengthen uh, families. And Kendall was there, like I said, uh, made a, a valiant run for governor. Almost came away with the endorsement at our endorsing convention in May. 2022, but Kendall was there offering his own commentary as well. And the myriad guests that joined us throughout the program, great night. But that having been said, uh, once again, statewide Republicans, you know, or Minnesota Republicans, I should say, Minnesota Republicans were to Charlie Brown what the uh, pulled away football is to statewide electoral victories. And I don't know if you all, some of you may be too young to understand that analogy, but uh, Charlie Brown of the Peanuts gang, you know, the Peanuts comic strip, and then later the Peanuts cartoon. Uh, there was There's always this bit where Lucy is holding the football, says, here, kick the football, Charlie Brown, and Charlie Brown takes a running uh, start at it, and just as he's about to kick the football, Lucy pulls it away, Oops. and Char- Charlie flies midair uh, and lands on his back, and... Every time Lucy tells him, come on, kick the football, Charlie Brown, he's a little more skeptical. But she's, no, I promise this time I won't pull it away. I promise this time I won't yank it away. I promise, I promise, I promise. And he says, okay, and he finally gears up to kick it and once again flies midair and lands on his back because Lucy pulls it away. Well, that's how it was this past Tuesday. I was sure, as a lot of us were, Minnesota Republicans, that is, that we would finally, for the first time since 2006, win a statewide race. The last polling numbers we saw before Election Day had Jim Schultz with a pretty comfortable lead over incumbent Attorney General Keith Ellison. In fact, there were some 
polling that had him had a lead so significant that it was outside the margin of error. And Ryan Wilson actually led his opponent, Auditor Julie Blaha, by a couple of points. And I predicted, I says, I don't think governor, I don't think for the race for governor, uh, Scott Jensen can win. I ripe for a surprise, but I predicted Tim Walls would win by about three to five points. Spoiler alert, he won by eight. Uh, Kim Crockett didn't have any hope for, and she was defeated soundly by uh, Steve Simon, the sitting Secretary of State, by 10 points. But I said, well, if nothing else, we're going to get the Attorney General's office, we'll get the Auditor's office, and I think we'll hang on to the Senate. The House I wasn't confident in, but I thought, you know, the the, the primary issues being crime and the economy— that we might pick off a couple of suburban seats in the House, and therefore it would be enough to get the Republicans over the top. And none of that happened. Once again, we lost all the statewide races, and the House, pretty much a status quo. uh, Democrats had a 70 to 64 advantage going into Election Day. I think they're going to be up to, I think, at least 70 seats again. I think it might be 71, 72. So Democrats, if nothing else... It's status quo, or they made a gain or two. But the Senate was killer. Republicans had a 34-31 majority over the Democrats, with two seats being independent. But the two independent seats, uh, formerly held by the late Dave Thomasoni and uh, the retiring Tom Bach, looked good for Republicans. Senate District 7 and Senate District 3. In fact, the Republican in Senate District 3, Andrea Zaponsich, was endorsed by Tom Bach. And Tom Bach's word carries a lot of weight up there. Unfortunately, Andrea Zaponsich, former mayor, I believe, of Babbitt, ended up losing. And the Democrats have a one-seat majority. Now, you can, any seat that the Democrats flipped... You could point to as you know the seat that put them over the top, but that one was a that one that one hurt. Senate District Three. So now, for the first time since 2014, the DFL has control of all of St. Paul. And Jazz Shaw of HotAir.coms, you know, he lives in New York, but of course, you know, he's friends of David Strom, who lives here in Minnesota, also a writer of with hot air and Ed Morrissey who lived in Minnesota for many, many years now lives in Texas. So jazz is kind of familiar with the dynamics of Minnesota politics says, boy, you think you, you think Minnesota is bad now. Wait till you see what it's like with all DFL control. And I replied to him, Oh, we've seen it. This 2013 and 2014 legislative sessions. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. And, uh, my concern was, you know, the, uh, Melissa Hortman has already set the precedent of what's going to take place uh, in the, as far as their priorities. And uh, I'll find the quote here. This was from, uh, well, just after the DFL uh, regained control of the House and it looked like they'd get the Senate. Uh, Hortman called it a complete, a total and complete win. Uh, they're going to be focusing on public schools health care, gun violence, and climate concerns. Those are the issues they're going to be focusing on. So naturally, my being a part of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, I texted Rob Dorr, political director with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, and asked him, you know, did any of the new Senate DFLers respond to your the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus surveys? Those that did respond, did did any of them get passing grades? Because a lot of DFLers typically don't turn in those surveys because they know they'll fail. Or some of them turning in, turning them in knowing they'll fail, because and they wear it as a badge of honor. Ah, look at this, the, the radical gun group. That's the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, which if you've met Rob Dorr, as well as uh, chair of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Brian Strasser, radical is not the first term that comes to mind. Maybe biased, because I consider those two gentlemen friends. I mean, we don't hang out a lot, but... I admire their work, and I consider them friends, and would love to hang out with them more if, if the opportunity presented itself. But radical isn't the first thing that comes to mind, okay? But but whatever. And uh, I hope Rob's okay with me saying this, but he replied to my text with just a one-word answer: Nope. So um, those of you strong Second Amendment advocates. Get ready to start packing those committee hearings once the gun control 
starts getting into these committees because that's what it's going to take. Look, if if all 33 Republicans stay unified in the Senate against gun control, it just takes one Democrat. Is there one principled Democrat out there for guns? We don't know. Either they, those that returned the surveys from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus didn't get any passing grades. At least that's what I'm gleaning from Rob's comment. I would imagine there's a good number of them that didn't return the surveys. Now, that could be those that didn't return the surveys because they might get favorable remarks from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus might alienate some of the DFL base in their districts, and they didn't want to do that because some of those outside districts, particularly the Iron Range, are swing districts. Like uh, Grant Hoschild was the one who was the DFLer who won in Senate District 3, Tom Bach's old district. Tom Bach was pretty solid on the Second Amendment, hence why he was replaced as the DFL's caucus leader back in 2018, I think, 2019. And once that happened, Tom Bach crossed over and became an independent after the 2020 elections. So uh, some interesting dynamics in play for sure, but again, House Speaker Melissa Hortman says public schools, health care, gun violence, and climate concerns, those are going to be the issues they focus on. And oh yeah, by the way, 2023 is a budget year. So yeah, uh, any 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 delusions that there might be budget cuts or any compromises, uh, definitely not going to happen in this uh, particular environment. Again, unless there's a principal DFL or two in the Senate that's willing to hold the line, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I need to take a break real quick, but before we do, I do want to get to Tom's call. Tom is calling from Ramsey. He's on line one. Tom, thanks for calling. You're on the air, sir. Uh, Yes, Brad. I wanted to know uh, what your feedback might be regarding the polling, the discrepancy um, between that and the results, because traditionally I've always heard that the Democrats uh, poll all voters whereas the Republicans tend to poll likely voters, and that's why they say that Republicans are generally more accurate. And it almost seemed like the opposite happened this time, so I just wanted to get a is there any opinion from Tom, you. is there any specific poll you're referring to? Um, the reason I ask is, be, of, yeah, well, the reason I ask is because the one of the prominent ones that came out, and thanks for the call, Tom, I appreciate it, uh, the one of the prominent ones that came out, uh, KSTP Survey USA poll, the last poll before Election Day, had Governor Walls up by eight points. How much did Governor Walls win by? Eight points. Uh, now, the one Survey USA KSTP poll showed that Jim Schultz was up significantly on Keith Ellison and Ryan Ryan Wilson was up by a point or two on Julie Blaha, but that was well within the margin of error. Ryan Wilson lost by 0.3%. So, that one seemed pretty accurate. The one that seemed kind of skewed was the Attorney General poll that showed Jim Schultz. I think the Survey USA KSTP poll had Schultz up by three to five, and he ended up losing by 0.84. So that particular one was the one that got a lot of publicity, and that one seemed pretty dead on. But yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about polling when we come back, both locally and nationally. Great question, Tom, and we appreciate the call. 651 289 4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. I'm waving at the camera right now, so be feel free to check us out there. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. 
Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Join our fan club today and you could win our November Regnery Book of the Month, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System by Ted Cruz. Register to win today at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And once again, we do have the uh, live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there. And there's a uh, comment thread where you can feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. Uh, good friend Vincent uh, weighs in. He's telling me to forget the polls. What are we doing now? Well, Vincent, I'll... Uh, I'll have plenty to say about that, fear, fear not. But, uh, you know, it's, I, I think it's a useful exercise to kind of look at what the polls say, particularly exit polling, because exit polling, you get your finger on the pulse as to why voters voted the way they did and maybe glean something from that of what you could use for the next election. Because we don't wait two years until Election Day. I mean, 2024 is basically starting right now, okay? Uh, John, do we have our uh, 2024 election night broadcast in the books yet? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, of course. These guys don't want to hear that yet. <laughs> he got me there. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I could look at when it is. You know, it's it's typically the first Tuesday uh, of an election year, provided it's after the, uh, provided the first Tuesday is not November 1. Okay? So that's kind of how that goes. But anyhow, uh, continuing to talk about the Minnesota elections, uh, I want to know how you folks are feeling. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. I mean, I I was sure that we were going to get, and when I say we Republicans, even though I don't do grassroots Republican politics anymore, but I vote the lion's share of people I vote for are Republicans. But I'm wondering what you think. Are we? Are we? Is it a lost cause here in Minnesota? I mean, are we? Not ever going to, uh, when I say we, of course, Republicans going to ever win a statewide race again. Because I, I was sure Attorney General and Auditor, we were going to win. And, oh, we came so close. Uh, Jim Schultz, 0.84% margin of defeat. Ryan Wilson, 0.3% margin of defeat. So close. So, so close. And... I, I just afterwards kind of doing a post-mortem. It's like, okay, in this environment where voters' top concerns were crime and the economy, particularly Minneapolis being the epicenter of the 2020 unrest and a, a violent crime 
skyrocketing over this past year. And on the tales of the Feeding Our Future scandal, where it was very obvious the constitutional offices, particularly Auditor and Attorney General, provided no oversight. I mean, Keith Ellison lived up to the low expectations of the Attorney General's office, at least when a far-left Prague is running the office, in that he was weaponizing it politically. You know, whether it's whether it's uh, working in cahoots with the Bloomberg Gun Grabber Group or Leonardo DiCaprio's Climate Change Organization, but then he decided to, you know, act all tough on crime. Well, straw purchasers, I'll give you a straw purchaser. How about this uh, fleet farm here that's been selling X number of guns to this person, all these handguns to this individual? All of a sudden wanting to show that he's tough on crime, and he's going to, he's going to, you know, even though this individual bought handguns. This is supposed to really uh, address the, the gun violence problem. But I, in an environment like this, if Republicans can't win statewide, I, I, I have to question if they're ever going to be able to. I, I don't know. This, this was a good environment, although it was revealing that the Democrats basically admitted they were either lying or were ignorant uh, in putting out a, a campaign message to prevail electorally, and I'll get to that in a little bit. I do want to get to Dan's call. Uh, Dan in Invergrove Heights is on line one. Dan, thanks for calling. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Brad. Uh, so the way I see it is uh, the Democrats had the brilliant stroke of genius, their strategy to uh, de- deceptively uh, and dishonestly, uh, you know, duplicitly, duplicitously, uh, just paint all every Republican as uh, being a threat to their freedom of choice in terms of abortion. Yep. And because Minnesota, it's po- policy, it's po- poli- it's policy, it's um, political, it's it's political. Uh, can I, or it's it's the way our politics are in Minnesota and our geogra- and our geography relative to the states surrounding us is making Minnesota a mecca of abortion, and they know that women don't want to lose their freedom of choice as they see it. I mean, it's a it's a it's a wholly false picture, but they painted that. And women freaked out and other people freaked out who don't who just can't see through it. And they won on that. And, and, and we all we just we got a stake through our heart, uh, even though we were on the right side of every issue because of that. And we didn't we didn't rebut it successfully at all. We, we basically ignored it. I mean, there was a few uh, ads, you know, saying, look, you know, this does no, you know, I, I remember, you know, Wilson and even Jennings, you know, had a couple of things where they said, well, no, you know, we're, we're, we we can't even do that. It's in the Constitution as uh, uh, what's Doe versus Gomez, you know. Right, right. So they, but, but it didn't matter because mm-hmm. they, they, just, they just freaked out all these people thinking, oh, my God, we can't elect Republicans because then what's going to happen with, the, uh, with, with our ability to get an abortion? Because, you know, the people – and the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the funding flowing from abortion into the pockets of uh, – so they had they had they had money hand over fist to put all these garbage commercials on television every ten minutes, you know, hitting people with this over the head, till they believed it, even though it was a lie. And we have to be better at fighting that. And well, now what's going to happen is the crime and the economy are going to get so bad that at the next go around, we should do better because the you know it's only going to get worse from here. So, and but we still still need to fight. Uh, successfully, we, we need to rebut this abortion garbage crap that, you know, oh, Republicans, you know, we're going to take away the, sta- the state's uh, Doe versus Gomez law. No, no, that's you got that. That's, you know, right. I mean, it's there. What are you going to do? I mean, we're going to live with it. But uh, that's that's how they got us over on abortion. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate the call. And that's a, that's a perfect segue. I'm going to wait till uh, after the break uh, to get to that. But, yeah, I, you're exactly right. They were flooding the zone with those ads. Uh, in fact, I was at my local health club on Monday evening, obviously the night before election night, and I had the TV on, and literally, and I do mean literally every commercial was a political ad, including the same ad that was played uh, two of the three ads. 
like the first ad was the abortion ad, and then the second ad was like against a specific candidate, and then the following ad was that same abortion ad. And they could just flood the zone. I mean, you can't log on to YouTube and watch a video on YouTube without having to endure a political ad, and typically it was one about abortion. And how professionals were saying women could lose, professional physicians, you know, physicians specifically saying women could lose a right to an abortion in this state. So they're either lying or they're ignorant of the law here in Minnesota. So I'll come back with that. Take your call, 651-289-4488, or you can weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. This is Ted Cruz. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted, how the left has weaponized our legal system to arm you with the facts to hold our government accountable. Read Justice Corrupted, the latest book from best-selling author Senator Ted Cruz, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. A teenage jihadist comes to Christ. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and I met young Ahmed when I visited the Middle East. His father died fighting for ISIS. His mother was an extremist, and young Ahmed was going to be a suicide bomber by killing himself and others being sold out to violent Islam. Now, his mother and siblings, they came to Christ. They prayed nonstop for his salvation, and when it came, he was beaten nearly to death by extremists. And when I caught up with him several villages over, I asked, Ahmed, what's your Bible mean to you? And he said, I can look here and see where Jesus says they'll hate you because they hated me and where Jesus says I'm with you always. Now listen, having a Bible, it meant everything to him and gave him perspective and his prayer was for believers there who need God's word to endure and persevere and I said, Ahmed, those Bibles they're coming. Listeners, you've sent God's word to more than 1,200 Bibleist persecuted believers. We have 400 to go. We have to wrap up this week. Please pray about it at $5 a Bible and call 800-YES-WORD 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 or give it am980themission.com and help us finish strong. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tafoya is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You've got this new head filled up with smoke I got my veins all tangled close To the jukebox bars you frequent The safest place to hide Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. I'd give out the number, but all y'all seem to know what it is because we're getting some calls, and this is great. I love it. But I'll give it out anyway. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And again, folks, don't forget, we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, where you can leave a comment or question there as well. And we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, let's take a uh, caller on line one, Craig in Prior Lake. Craig, thank you for calling. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Brad. Um, you know, when I look at what happened in Dakota County and Angie Craig winning, and my daughter and my son-in-law both being 37 years old and diehard Democrats, 
Um, I think we're losing, I mean, one place where we could make ground and we have to, I think, so that we don't, so we can get a hold of the future, if nothing else, is in the college campuses, particularly mm-hmm. the University of Minnesota. Um, we're just we're just letting the Democrats indoctrinate college kids, and and they come out and they don't vote with us, you know, and they vote against their own pocketbooks, and they don't realize that all this spending they're they're going to be the guys paying for it, not me down yeah. the road. Right. Yeah, it's an excellent point, Craig. Uh, I think you know this this. This is a tale as old as time. Young people typically are going to vote uh, with Democrats because you know of the, of the bill of goods that the Democrats are, are are selling them. But as they get older and out of college and start having responsibilities, not all of them, but a good number of them realize, wait a minute, who's this FICA that's taking all of my paycheck here? How is this happening? What's going on? Because you know, in college, you don't really have a ton of responsibilities. Most of them are, like you say, living off loans or living off their parents and whatnot, and and obviously the student loan forgiveness, boy, how, how is that for a bait and switch, huh? The student loan forgiveness, you know, that uh, that kind of wet the college student's appetite. Well, maybe if uh, that could happen again in the future when we get out of college. Well, that was deemed illegal by a federal court. And now the Biden administration is not even taking applications for loan forgiveness anymore. So, uh, yeah, so that was a bait and switch uh, to be sure. But yeah, great, great comment, uh, Craig. Yeah, I, I think there definitely needs to be outreach to young people. Don't misunderstand me. The mo- majority of them are going to vote Democrats, so I'm not saying, yeah, dismiss them. Once they get out of college, they'll start voting more conservative Republican. Yeah, that's true in a lot of cases, but when they're in college, I don't say d- be dismissive of them. And there are some conservative organizations that were reaching out to the colleges, tr- you know, trying to appeal to young people, but unfortunately you get, you get uh, organizations like Turning Point USA, you know, who's, uh, I think that's Charlie Kirk's organization. Again, I know Charlie Kirk has a show on these airwaves or on our one of our Salem affiliates, if nothing else. Really, it's all about owning the libs, you know, drinking lib tears and, you know, melt and see, the, see you know, chiding them as snowflakes and how they can't meme or anything like that. No, I get it. You appeal to them where they are using social media and memes and whatnot, that that certainly is part of the strategy. But if your only goal is to drink leftist tears, that that's not that hasn't been effective. I mean, you're, you're, you're bringing some of them in, but is it marginally more than some college students that have already been voting conservative? I don't know. So, uh, but I think that's certainly a discussion to continue to be had. Want to continue uh, with our phone lines here, line two, Matt, in Maplewood. Hey, Matt, you are on the broadcast, sir. Thanks for taking my call. I hate to be negative, but unfortunately, you asked the question, is it a lost cause? Unfortunately, right now it is. Yep. I think we're destined, at least at the current rate, to be another Portland. Ooh. That being said, okay. I was thinking about, um, you know, there was a, there was actually a discussion the other day talking about um, that the, the Democrats look at counting ballots, whereas Republicans look at counting votes. And I think that's a mindset difference in terms of a systematic uh, thinking in terms of systems as opposed to thinking atomistically and what i mean by that is we think in terms of individuals individual liberty individual freedom individual choices and things like that whereas democrats as a group think in terms of groups and systems Mm -hmm. and the problem with that is with that kind of mindset or that kind of thinking is there's a lot of power in systems as we've seen and i think that democrats in this state have mastered the art of manipulating those systems, whether it's going to be the voting or the levers of power, as well as media in the state, in the state to their own ends. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a losing battle as long as we're thinking in terms of one person, you know, convincing every individual person. I think we need to get out ahead of it. And the way we do that is make an ongoing discussion. And we, uh, you know, it, it, we don't just need to turn, turn up every, every two years or four years uh, around election time. I think we need to make an ongoing discussion and, and change the culture so that, for example, you know, independent thinking, we need to, critical thinking. We need to put things out there to make people think independently because I think that's the start of a lot of these. You know, if you're going to change things, once it starts to, um, reality starts to smack you in the face, we talk about, you know, as you get older, you become more, more conservative. That's true, but the, re- the reality is, we need to hasten that that effort by making people sure. think. Oh yeah, putting you know things up, and we need to do it on an ongoing basis. Yeah. I think that's that's been the big failure of this state party is that uh, you know they show up you know right around election time and, and hit me up for for donations and I'm and why throw my money down a rat hole? 
You know, it, it's uh, you need to be an ongoing discussion so to change the overall culture in the state so that people think independently and don't just go along with, you know, checking the box with a Democrat because it's a Democrat. And unfortunately, there's too many people in the state that are on autopilot yeah. where they see a D and oh, they yeah. check it and they, they're, they're stuck in that blue collar, the working man, you know, mentality. A lot of people, a lot of good meaning people that work hard and mean well, they just don't know that they don't, don't realize that the party has left them behind and they're not, they're not their dad's Democrat party anymore. Yeah. All great comments, Matt. Uh, fantastic stuff. And, and, and you, you say all that and it, and it sounds an awful lot like what uh, Jack Tomzak was talking about on his broadcast yesterday. He had in studio uh, his former radio colleague from the lesser conservative talk station, uh, Ben Cruzy, and our good friend uh, NASCAR Kelly Gunderson. And they were talking about that very thing. It's like, look, too many people had delusions of grandeur. P- people were looking at this state like, you know, like Virginia in 2021. Remember that one where it's has slowly become a blue state over the past decade or so. And the Democrats were controlling all of the constitutional offices, including governor. You know, the the House of Delegates would flip between Republican and Democrat like it does here in Minnesota. But then all of a sudden, one election, boom, the Republicans got the governor's office, the lieutenant governor's office and attorney general. And people looked at that and said, well, we could do that in Minnesota. You know, keep control of the Senate, flip the House, and get the constitutional offices plus the governor's office here in Minnesota. Boom, we're right back in business. And the point Jack and Ben and Kelly were making yesterday is like that, that all of our ills are not cured with one election. It has to be a sustained effort over a long period of time. And I've listened to Jack and Ben for over a decade now. And this is the drumbeat that they had a decade ago, saying, hey, the effort starts yesterday. We have to, it has to be a long-term effort. And we may not get electoral wins right away, but we don't stop doing what we're doing, i.e. voter outreach within districts that are not traditional Republican districts, like the 4th or 5th Congressional District. Republicans are not going to win those districts. But guess what? If they start getting 35 to 40% of votes in Congressional Districts 4 and 5, you know, like my other Narn colleague, Mitch Berg, says, it's going to be very, very difficult for Democrats to ever win a statewide race again. Is that a lofty goal? Absolutely it is. Is it going to take more than one election cycle? Also, absolutely. But that's how it has to be. And I have the utmost respect for, for Dave Hand, but uh, as far as long-term sustaining uh, plan, I don't know that he's the best to be at the helm of the Republican Party in Minnesota. He might run for chair re-election, and it's only a two-year term, but eventually we're going to have to get someone in there that's sustained on the, that has focused on the next decade. You know, does Dave Hand, is he that guy? I don't know that he desires to be. I, again, I haven't talked to him about it personally, but uh, all good points, Matt. We appreciate the call. Let's go to line three, Pat, in Minneapolis. Pat, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, hi. I agree with all the stuff that the previous caller was talking about. I think that um, they've been organizing forever, um, the Democrats, and in those areas you're talking about. I wanted to talk a little bit about the abortion issue being the issue for 30 years that I've been involved. Uh, But now Roe versus Wade was changed, but it's still an issue. And um, they were leaving signs on the Walmart cars in the Walmart parking lot. I got one and I called, found out it was campaign workers pay twenty twenty four bucks plus one hundred fifty buck bonus, funded by Planned Parenthood, and they're going door to door eight hour shifts a month before the election. Also, they're going into these senior homes and all the kind of stuff, and they're door knocking inside of these big apartment buildings all over. Um, I think we need to engage on the abortion issue in a better way. I think yes. Norm Coleman and Walter Mondale, that debate back when, Norm had the best retort and put Walter Mondale like a deer in the headlights look at the end. I think we need to engage on that because basically abortion in the late terms is like roadkill. Um, that's what it looks like. And people aren't aware of that. They don't know the new technology. They haven't seen the ultrasounds. I think commercials should be brought about that in a big way and discuss those later-term abortions. Can't we limit that at all yeah. to any extent? They will not budge on that. So no. we keep pushing that as an offense rather than playing defense about running away from it. Thanks, Pat. We appreciate the uh, the phone call. Yeah, that, that was uh, an issue that the Democrats were riding 
the Minnesota Democrats into this election cycle. And as I mentioned, you couldn't log on to YouTube without being hit in the face with, you know, extreme candidate and then insert name here, you know, we'll end abortion as we know it, you know, and uh, I want to get to that, uh, this uh, final segment uh, this hour. So why don't we take a quick break and Siglier and we'll come back and uh, talk about, yeah, Minnesota Democrats, they flat out credited the Roe v. Wade issue as well as anxiety over democracy and taking control of state government. So back with one final segment this hour, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. The shows earlier this week, you are in for one hell of a treat. Uh, so uh, get yourselves ready, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in a short moment. Will you put your hands together and welcome to the stage the band? AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Is your furnace being a turkey? Gobble up these savings from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Save up to $1,500 on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. Ask about their 0% financing this holiday season. Did you know that Standard Heating also installs boilers? This month, save up to $1,000 on any boiler. That's two offers this month with savings of up to $1,500. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't wait and be left out in the cold this winter. Be proactive and save some cold, hard cash. Call for your free estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business, is located right here in the Twin Cities. Visit standardheating.com to see their Black Friday specials. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call to schedule an appointment and mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating needs this winter. Standardheating.com. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. As we continue our election post-mortem, talking about uh, Minnesota elections this first hour. I'll get to the national stuff the second hour. i got a few things to say about that. And my Trump-supporting listeners, I know you're out there because every time I'm critical of Trump, we get the messages uh, on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And Consigliere, you could probably vouch for this. We probably get angry voicemails here at the station every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, be prepared. Uh, I'm going to come with both guns ablazing in the uh, second hour. And if you want to call me up, tell me I'm full of crap, that no, we still need to look at Donald Trump as a standard bearer of the Republican Party. Bring it on. That's enough. Put down the mic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's probably what they're going to say, too. But uh, 
Bring it on. You know, bring it on. Be sure to call in the second hour because uh, I've got I've got a few things to say about that. You know, uh, my friend and Narn colleague Jack Tomzak said on uh, uh, Facebook uh, this past week that the upside to uh, DFL having total control, we are finally going to get a dollar amount for fully funded. Because that, I mean, that's just their campaign jargon. We got to fully fund our schools. Great. How much? Well, we they got to be fully funded. Okay. How much is that? The education budget sure as hell never goes down every session. So what's fully funded mean? So we're going to finally find out. Uh, that, I guess, is the, the good news. But I did want to get to the Star Tribune article real quick. Uh, Brianna Beersbach and Ryan Faircloth at the uh, Star Tribune. Uh, heading into election night, Minnesota Democrats braced for a predicted red wave that would give Republicans control of the legislature and perhaps deny Governor Tim Walz a second term. The wave never materialized. Instead, Democrats say new redistricting maps, anxiety over the future of democracy, and voters fired up over the U.S. Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade helped the party defy expectations and take complete control of state government for the first time since 2014. Though some close races had yet to be officially called, Republicans in the House and Senate on Wednesday conceded both chambers to Democrats. Uh, I'll just kind of scroll down here um, real quick because I want to get to the uh, kind of the salient issue on this. Uh, well, anyways, they uh, did indicate that uh, abortion was kind of the key issue uh, that they were using as kind of a cudgel to swing voters. Yeah. Uh, Democrats who maintain control of the House and governor's office are ahead of the Capitol in January with newfound power and a multi-billion dollar budget surplus on the bottom line to help them enact priorities most thought weren't possible before Tuesday night. DFL leaders on Wednesday previewed some of those priorities from codifying abortion rights and paid parental leave to more funding for classrooms, health care, and public safety. So, yeah, we're going to find out, indeed, what fully funded means. Uh Basically, they talked about how abortion was a key campaign issue. And the drumbeat over abortion worked. So what, whether they realize it or not, Democrats are admitting that they lied or are ignorant about state law. Because it was, we've said ad nauseum on this broadcast. Abortion is a constitutionally protected right in this state. And the commercials are saying, so if so-and-so gets elected, he could overturn abortion. No, he can't. Or no, she can't. There were plenty of women, Republican women, that were painted as extreme because they were pro-life. And I'll admit, I'll concede that Dr. Scott Jensen and his running mate, Matt Burke, didn't help matters by doubling down on their pro, respective pro-life stances, which, you know, again, I have the utmost admiration for that stance. And again, the thing that appealed to people is Dr. Jensen and Matt Burke were not career politicians. I mean, Dr. Jensen served one term in the Minnesota Senate, and Matt Burke, of course, never held elected office, never run for anything before. And so many people look at it as a feature, not a bug. But you still have to have some sort of political acumen which these gentlemen obviously do not, because they doubled down on their abortion stances. Matt Burke doubled down and says, no, I do not, I, I do not uh, support abortion, even in, the ex- in, even in cases of rape or incest. I don't. Is that an extreme position? Yeah. But he needed to qualify that by saying, look, what I believe as a political candidate is irrelevant because... It is a constitutionally protected right here in Minnesota. I wish it were not the case. I don't agree that that should be so, but it is. However, as a citizen, as an individual, as a father of eight kids, including some kids that are adopted, I am unabashedly pro-life, and I've walked the walk. And I don't believe in abortion at any level. Now, if, if Democrats want to come out and say, well, we oppose Dr. Jensen and and Matt Burke, because of their personal creepy stances on abortion, whether they can affect or not. Fine, just come out and say that, but don't come out with political ads and say they could overturn abortion. No, they can't. You're lying. So the DFL flat out admitted they lied in their campaigns against Dr. Jensen and Matt Burke and any pro-life Republicans. They lied. 
Now, the unfortunate part is, as some of our callers made the point, there wasn't enough clarification from Republicans, from pro-life Republicans on the issue. Instead, they got an indefensive crouch, which in May, when the Dobbs decision was leaked by the Supreme Court decision that eventually overturned Roe v. Wade and became official in June, when that decision was handed down, my God, you how much time did you have to get your talking points in order for the camp for the for the onslaught you knew would come i mean it wasn't necessarily the reason why republicans woefully underperformed tuesday night what did it have an impact sure it had an impact but it wasn't the sole reason so how is it republicans continually get caught flat-footed on these major issues i don't understand it it's bad enough that minnesota republicans aren't that well funded to begin with but then you compound it with the fact that you, you can't even message properly. So to reiterate what Jack and Ben and Kelly were saying on, on Jack's broadcast yesterday, my God, this is going to take more than one just one election cycle. Okay, but if you can't even bring it strong for this type of environment, you know, I, I'm beginning to wonder if we can win a statewide election. I'm I'm certainly not Pollyanna-ish by any stretch of the measure imagination, but I'm not a pessimist either, but, you know, this is beginning to test my limits. The fact we go into the election cycle and we think, oh, there's an opportunity we can pick off a statewide race and then we fall short. Granted, it was by less than 1% in two of the statewide races. It's close as we've gotten in a long, long time. But uh, we're not a cold California. Yet. Yet. I mean, California, you're looking at, they have, what, 52 U.S. House seats, 80 to 85% of them are Democrats. The statewide offices, all of them are Democrats. The California legislature, all Democrats. That's beyond hope. Here, at least in Minnesota, occasionally Republicans get control of the House and Senate, sometimes both at the same time. And of our U.S. House delegation, eight seats, four Republicans, four Democrats. So, no, we're not a cold California yet. So... The temptation is to take a little time from this grueling campaign. And yeah, sure, take a few days, but my God, 2024 starts in earnest, and uh, we got a lot to do, that is for certain. So, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Back in a few. Go nowhere. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. Second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. 
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-719-5491. 800-719-5491. That's 800-719-5491. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. AM 1280, The Patriot is... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.